following podcast is recorded and produced by the Podcast Precinct in affiliation with the network at BICBP-radio.com. The Podcast Precinct. Consistency. Creativity. Culture. episode of eat sleep list i am returning host for the third episode i wonder when i'll stop dropping the uh count but uh you're stuck with it for today episode three with me filling in for matt uh but you know this guy who always is co-hosting with me uh mr dan torres hello sir i'm trying to think of when i got comfortable with introducing it as my own show too because you know too this wasn't originally mine either so there was a period i think after the first eight weeks it kind of settles in a little bit once it becomes routine for you you'll you'll get used to bringing us in all the time i'm hoping so you know it, it feels natural only because i do so many podcasts but at the same time it's Matt's podcast. Yeah, it'll it'll always be his. And like, I feel like it's borrowed. We talked a lot about, uh, you know, superheroes and sidekicks on the last episode we did. And I feel like Falcon must have when he took the shield from Cap. Like that, that like, you know, you don't kind of belong, but you got to uh, fill the shoes the best you can. Like the brief moments Dick Grayson was Batman too when it came to the series. I like that. It's definitely not a uh, Captain America picking up uh, the hammer moment. That's for sure. No, not at all. No, that's, I don't. That's only Matt can handle those moments. Yes. <laughs> uh, but we have a first time guest to this podcast, not first time guest to the network. She's appeared many times on the crafting and drafting show that I host. Um, she's. Hmm. Expert is kind of an understatement for the topic of today. Uh, she's a savant when it comes to this show and all of its uh, nuances. And uh, she's the only person I could ever think of doing this show topic with, no matter what podcast it was on. It just happens to be that uh, she was the first person I thought of as a guest for East Sleep West when I would uh, take over for Matt. So introducing to anyone who doesn't know my wife, Chrissy Finch. And the topic, of course, I don't even know if you've said yet. The topic. A topic is... that is near and dear to my heart. Oh, and it's like an understatement. It's it's part of your personality. These, these are my friends. Yeah. Uh, if, do you know the, do you know the movie? Oh, what's that Disney movie with all the emotions? Inside Out. Inside Out. Oh, yeah. Movie. Okay. In her personality islands, islands, there is a Friends Island, mm -hmm. <laughs> which helped build part of Chrissy's personality, yeah. her sense of humor. And uh, it, this is one that me and Dan both have huge affection for. Um, have you done any of these TV sitcom lists before, Dan? 
we so we did a um like a holiday specials episode a couple months ago and we right. did uh-huh. um some of our favorite like comedy sitcoms um but we haven't gone deep into one specific one or anything like that yet this is this is a good topic because it's very centered and i feel like a lot of people in general have watched friends and yeah. at least will know a lot of the ones we talk about today for sure yeah, it is a very popular show right now because there's a whole new generation of people catching up on it, and it holds up a thousand percent. Um, and I think in a lot of ways now, since you know the passing of Matthew Perry, Matthew Perry um, this is going to be even more in the lexicon. I think. It's like people are got like a new burning sensation to watch it because a cast member has now, you know, officially left us forever, which is unfortunate. Yeah. And I would imagine he's a lot of people's favorites. He's my personal favorite. Oh, for sure. hundred percent. Chrissy's favorite. Is he your favorite? I definitely feel like I related to Chandler most out of all of them. But it's it's hard because I do love Joey, too. Yeah. My only downfall with Joey is I feel like they make him stupider as the seasons go on. And by the end, by like season 10, you're like, OK, a person like this can't like actually function in real life. But then I also got older and I got more interacted with people like through work and things like that. And I'm like, oh, wow, never mind. People like this can yeah, actually more common function. than you think. Yeah, exactly. but they each between him and Phoebe, they're clearly the ditziest of the cast and the the characters. And I think they each have their moments though, where it's like super. They're like enlightened for a moment, and like they're the ones actually like speaking common sense into the group, which is yeah. always good to see. Yeah. So that's the topic for today. We're gonna go through our favorite Friends episodes. There's a lot of things you could have done. Chrissy even said she was. She looked like I could do a list of favorite quotes, and I'm like, oh my god, <laughs> one-liners, <laughs> all yeah. of my favorite one-liners. So maybe in year uh, twenty of this show, we'll revisit some of that or something like that. I I feel like that's a definitely a possibility down the line. This is a, this is a show that could go forever potentially based yeah. on the fact that there's no limits to the topics we could do. So that that definitely could come up down the line for sure. I do love the your use of the word savant. That's one that I haven't had on like Eat Sleep List yet, and like that makes sense. And I, I also love the Inside Out reference with the Friends Island. I feel like there is like a mini Gotham inside of me as well. <laughs> Yep. Like there, there's just like I feel it. I especially as I get old and like the acid reflux and stuff. I'm like, <laughs> oh, it's, crime's just getting worse in the city, man. <laughs> I think my island would be Simpsons Island. I would have a Ooh. Simpsons Island. Okay. Oh my God, have you ever been to uh, Universal? No. Oh, the Simpsons Island in there is so cool. You I'll would just you stay would... most. <laughs> Oh, it's the it, it's so cool to like just walk by and be like, oh my god, yeah, this is this is actually what it would look like. Yeah, that's what the first ten seasons of, the, of that show are like the best television out there. I I have them right behind us, uh, oh. to my left. Love it. it yeah, so- that's that's funny that you brought that up though too. When my first introductions to Friends, I feel like were uh 
late night after I would watch like SmackDown or something like that, I would be up watching like whatever reruns they had on Fox and I'd be waiting for the Simpsons to come on late. And friends was always typically on before it at some point. So I found myself watching more and more episodes. And before I knew it, I was just like hooked. I can't, I never watched it in order until like later in life, but I saw every episode. Right. I own every episode. Yep. <laughs> I have every single one. Yeah, she knows about stuff like that's left out of episodes. Yeah, if I watch an episode that's like a rerun or something, it's edited. Um, and I know parts that are missing from watching in in college. That was what I watched all the time with my friends' DVDs. Um, I love it. Yeah. So she's going to crush this. So um, so happy to make a list of my wife. Uh, and I'm ready to make a list. How about you guys? Do it. Let's do it. You're the guest, so you get to start. Number 10, most favorite Friends episode. Yeah, and I'm just going to pick this one because it's so, I feel like it was so important. The last one, and it's literally what it's called. It's not like one of the funniest episodes, so it's not necessarily one of my favorites, but I just think it was so important. And I remember sitting in my parents' living room that actually doesn't even exist anymore. It's now their dining room. But with my best friend in high school, we were holding hands and crying. And like one of the things that people don't realize with friends too is they talked a lot about about the various ways like people have to bring children into this world. Not everybody can just have a baby. And to see Monica and Chandler go through all that and then finally get their babies in the end and she gets off the plane. Spoiler alert. Rachel gets off the plane and she doesn't go. And um, I just think, and right now I'm reading Matthew Perry's book, which is phenomenal. Um, He talks about how he specifically asked he wanted to be the last one with a line. They all put their keys on the counter. And, you know, Rachel's like, do we want to stop and get a cup of coffee? And Chandler goes, sure. Where? And like, it just so perfectly sums up like how delightful and wonderful it was to have them in my living room so my first my last choice i guess on my list is the last one i think that's perfect yeah (laughs) yeah right i agree that's a that that it's definitely emotional and it's definitely on my list somewhere too i do have a a nice spot for that episode for sure i think they wrapped it up beautifully a decade. What do you have in number 10? Mm, what you got? Uh, so for my number 10, um, I put the one with all the cheesecakes. Yes! Because it's it's one of my personal favorites out of. So I'm such a fat ass that this like, this feels like something that would happen to me, especially when stuff is so good that I can't. Recently, um, especially because my sweet tooth uh my wife had like a galentine's with two of her friends from high school and she bought wine uh a couple of bottles of wine and i happened to pick up the one that was her favorite and drink the entire thing without realizing it was and she's i'm still in the doghouse for that one (laughs) so this is this is something that would (laughs) yep so this is definitely something that would happen with with me in particular i feel like mm-hmm. but it's just brilliant like the fact that they keep stealing and trying to replace like it, yeah it's it's the most ridiculous thing and then at the point where they're eating it off the floor 
and Joey walks up, just stares at them, and pulls out his own fork out of nowhere. Yeah, I'm like, all right, what do we have? And it's just, it's so good. The most Joey thing ever, just pulling a fork out of his coat. <laughs> it's so good. So yeah, uh, short and sweet, but that is my number ten. Yeah, that on my list. That's on my list as well. I, yes. I might. I might... Well, I'm, I'm gonna. I have a few. Extra, we have a, a lot so... of overlapping. We'll see how many matches we yep. have. What do you got? Yeah. Ten. Number ten, I have the one with the blackout. Good one. That's so a very good one. I understand that I'm not the savant that Chrissy is. <laughs> I can help fill in any gaps. But she's 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 made me aware of the subtleties in the in this show, and I think this one's a good example of it. And it, it's really <laughs> the word vestibule, vestibule, <laughs> and the way that he is saying it, and the way that Chandler says, "Give the." Just give the phone to Joey, phone to Joey. because Ross can't understand him. And then he <laughs> says, "I am a, I'm in a bank vestibule." What's the? Yeah, and he says some supermodel's name, and Joey immediately clicks. I was like, "Oh my god!" <laughs> my part though is that Joey starts talking to him back in that same kind of. I can't think of what Joey says, but Joey goes. And like randomly, why well, did I thought of that? <laughs> he must have to. Yeah, she can't hear him. Yeah, but that's just another such a Joey moment when yeah. he's like, mm, "You think that didn't enter my mind?" That's what he says. Like says back to him. Yeah, I yeah. don't think you can understand Joey, but <laughs> think that didn't enter my mind. <laughs> another good so one. Good. Yeah, know, so it's an earlier me. one, and it's it's subtle in the fact of you know just this word, just a vestibule is just so funny them exchanging it back and forth I'm like it's not a big joke it's not a big even yeah. a huge part of like yeah that's chandler's existence yeah. but there's a whole other stuff going on in the apartment which actually is one of my favorite things about the friend shows all the episodes is that there's multiple things going on with with different characters it's not just one thing going on they all have their own nonsense yeah, so. yeah that's the best number nine good um, I'm just going to work my way back. I was trying to do one for every season because we're picking 10 and there's 10 seasons. I don't know if my list is going to go that way. But for this one, I will go back to season nine with the one in Barbados. So Ross gets gives them all passes and they all take this trip to Barbados. And when they go, Ross is with Charlie and Joey is going after Rachel. And But then and it's one of Paul Rudd's first episodes as well which i loved his little cameo in friends i loved him for phoebe him and monica play ping pong and her hair gets all frizzy and then she gets the great crazy braids that chandler and everybody makes fun of her for um and then she gets stuck what does she get she gets stuck in a shower curtain she yep. gets braids and then her hair gets stuck in the shower curtain <laughs> she can open and close it um that's just another yeah i like the one in barbados lots of silly moments that's one i don't remember Yeah. You don't remember the them playing ping pong? Oh, it's so good. It's no, I so think of a different. I think of a different episode where they're on the beach. Oh, that's an. That's an yep, <laughs> I'm sure it'll come up. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, no, 
And I know the one you're referring to as well. And that one just missed my list, I feel like. Yeah. Honorable mention for sure for yeah. me. Very good. Go with different ones that people might not be so familiar with. I like that. Yeah. I can't do that. I I'm know. I'm gonna hit I'm gonna be so mainstream on this one. It's all right. That's what we got the savant. Uh <laughs> Mr. Torres. My number nine is going to be the one where Ross got high. Yeah. Uh, I absolutely love this episode, and I love the premise that the Gellers don't like Chandler because of the story and, and just don't trust him in general. And then, you know, uh, from being on the network forever, I have a brother that's here with me all the time, and I have another one. And, and the sequencing where Monica and Ross just start ratting each other out for Happy absolutely every every little freaking thing is something me and my youngest brother would have 100 <laughs> percent done to each other if we had gotten in a scenario like that where we would just start pulling out all the dirty laundry from everything okay. i also love the gellers as a couple uh, uh, that they, they were cast so, so perfectly yep. so so perfectly um, and that's miracle mm-hmm. and yep. that's one of the better episodes that they've had on the show oh for uh, sure the uh, trifle too that's when rachel makes the trifle yeah oh yeah he's sauteed with peas and onions oh so <laughs> nasty when, when uh when ross has the line where he's like it tastes like feet that joey's going i like it and he's like what's not, not to, to like, like. That's like jam good <laughs> me good, <Meat> good. <laughs> it's the best oh, um yeah. So yeah, Ross got high is my yep. number nine. The one Judy Ross might be high. one of my favorite parts. And she, that's a lot of information in thirty <laughs> seconds. Yes, yes, <laughs> that is a thousand percent on my list. Thousand percent. Figured about the porch swing. In Sorry. fact, it's the one that I didn't have to look up the title for. <laughs> <laughs> the one where I know the, the title because we watch it. Every every Thanksgiving, yeah, I try to we get make sure that yeah, it's, they're kind of unique in that way. Where other ones have Christmas specials at Santa, which they have a few, and you know other shows have ones that like really stand out, or like Halloween episodes that really stand out. They crush it with the Thanksgiving ones. They're the best. Yeah, they're the best yeah, for sure. Uh, number nine for me is the one with the giant poking device. Which again, I believe a pretty early episode, uh, episode yeah. maybe se second season, might maybe be. for that. Might be. So if you know about the ugly naked man that they can see from across the way, they uh, notice that he hasn't moved for a while. So they create a giant poking device to make sure that this man is, in fact, still with us. Can I tell you a little story about what happens before that? Yeah. Mm -hmm. Phoebe goes to the dentist and every time phoebe goes to the dentist somebody somebody dies and it must be getting stronger she says <laughs> about the ugly naked guy um yeah yeah that's a good one it's just a, a one of the ones i know that i watched like live like when it was on air because i was a watching it with my sister you know, we all had our like shows we watched. I'm a, from a family of four, and so we all had like shows that we watched and shows that we didn't watch at all. But Friends was one that it seemed like me and my sister would be in front of the TV at the same time for. Yeah, which is if you know me and my sister, they did not like each other back that, then. Yeah, that that back then we <laughs> all we did was just. 
piss each other off. Uh, we loved each other, but we, oh man, we pissed each other off. <laughs> so, on to number eight, Mrs. Finch. Number eight. All right, I'm sticking with my seasons here so far because for this one, I'm gonna go with another Thanksgiving episode, and I'm gonna go with the one with the late Thanksgiving. So Monica doesn't want to do Thanksgiving. Everyone gives her a hard time about how she needs to do Thanksgiving. And so she does it. And then where do Ross and or Ross and Joey yep. go to a hockey game? Yep. Yes. And Phoebe and Rachel go to a baby the baby. Yeah, they, they put Emma in a baby beauty pageant they and win. she wins a thousand dollars. Some miss something little little darling, it's called. Um, but then they have to come up, they're all in the hallway and they have to come up with re- why they were late. And my favorite part, I think of the whole episode is like Ross, I think suggests that maybe he got mugged and Joey just grabs the pocket of his shirt and pulls it down. He goes and rips it. And he goes, what? They got mad. They mugged me and stole my pocket. <laughs> and, um, but my favorite part is Monica locks them all out and then they all have to slide their heads through the door. And then it's just the four, you can probably picture the four floating heads. Yeah, the, flo- mm-hmm. the floating look- heads are sorry. Yeah, they're trying to apologize and they'll keep calling out Monica's vein because she's so mad. Guys, the vein's getting bigger. Um, just a silly episode with all four of them and their floating heads in the door. And it's an, I think that's another underrated episode. That's a classic. Yep. For sure. That's an iconic image, too, of them yeah. all with their heads stuck through. Does Joey's head get stuck? Yes. And then they have to put, like, then they're putting stuff in his pants, and Monica's dripping turkey juice down his head, and he's, like, uh, trying to lick it. Yep. Um, <laughs> and then eventually they break the door, and Joey falls on top of all the food. Yep. <laughs> yep. And then they find out they're going to get the good Yes. Things. Then it ends. Yep. With, yep. They get the babies. Yep. I don't care. Well, that's a good episode. Yeah. This is a really good one. Good choice on that one. Um, my number eight uh is one we already mentioned. It's the last one. Um, like uh, like you were saying, Chrissy, very iconic episode. It ends in the perfect ways for them. Like you don't want to see any unhappy endings for anybody. Yeah. And it sends them off really well. And Joey gets kind of an unhappy ending with like having the, the spin-off afterwards. Yeah. And I just didn't that watch. not going well. And I didn't watch. Yeah, I don't think a lot of people did, no. especially when it was on. I think they just wanted it to end with friends and yeah. didn't care about anything that would go on afterwards like that. Yeah. Um and I'm glad we never got anything like that. There was talk of a movie forever, and it's like, what yeah, are you going to do with a movie? No, what what would you it. do with it? Uh, but yeah, the the getting off the plane is iconic too. Um, I think it's the sweetest thing. Uh, I was always a sucker for their relationship, even though mm-hmm. Ross has gotten a lot of hate over the years <laughs> for kind of how bland he is throughout. But it does end really, 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 really well. And yeah. the last one is my number eight. Yeah. Good choice. Thank you. I like that you singled out Ross because I have a Ross-centric episode for my number eight. This is the one with Unagi. Oh. I'm the one with Unagi. Uh, anytime that you can have Ross <laughs> trying to show off how smart he is, but only proving how kind of dumb he is because of he's so self-conscious he is so utterly 
unassured in in everything he does. Like he it feels like he's always projecting more than he needs to and always overcompensating more than he needs to. And he's like this um nervous ball of energy sometimes. And that episode is just so hysterical to me. Just because he's just so emphatic um trying to put his point across. But yeah. I love Ross. Yeah, I do too. It, I, I when I said he got a lot of hate over the years, I don't mean for me necessarily, but yeah. I feel like the the yeah. common public has kind of turned on him a yep. little bit. Yep. I mean, look at the hand he was dealt. I'm like, Ross, divorce <laughs> again. Drugs. <laughs> Drugs. Chandler was here the whole time. We were taking care of them. <laughs> Oh my god. Where are we? Number yeah. seven. Okay, so this is me on number seven. All right. I think I might switch gears because I'm trying to pick some different ones. I will go with the one where everybody finds out. So I think one of the biggest points of friends is Monica and Chandler fooling around behind everybody's back. Poor Joey. He has to put himself in some ridiculous situations to help them cover this up. But then finally. It all comes out, and everybody can picture Phoebe standing in that window because they're over at Ugly Naked Guy's house because Ross wants to get his apartment, and yeah, yeah, the one where everyone finds out is just, you know, because everybody, you, you wanted it to happen. Monica and Chandler, it just made so much sense, and you knew everybody was going to be happy for them. Um, yeah, but I love that one. Definitely on my list. Yeah, they're all jumping yeah. down. They tell Ross, get in here. Yeah, that one's on my list somewhere too. Um, it's it's one of the it's one of the funniest ones to me for sure. Is there there are just so many quotable moments from it. Um and yeah, I'll I'll have way more to say about it in a little bit, I feel like. Um my number seven, where did I put that? I'm also trying to mix it up as far as certain things going on with this, too. Let me see. Oh, of course. Uh, mine is, my number seven is the one with the cop, um, oh. a.k.a. the pivot episode, um, <laughs> which is one of the most quoted episodes of all time with the pivot, 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 uh, and which has become such an iconic moment in the show, too. Uh, but I do love it for Phoebe finding the badge and just going power hungry on yeah. everybody for for no reason at all. Um, and then pulling it on what ends up being the cop that What's lost his, his badge. Ryan. Michael Rappaport. The, yeah, the actor Michael. Yeah, yep. I think I think it's like Gary in the show or yeah. something like that. Yep, is that's his, Gary. Yeah. yeah. Um, but yeah, Michael Rappaport is that guy who has one of the most iconic voices of all time. Yes. Like I, I could pick him out of a lineup nine times out of 10. Uh, but that one's just an iconic one in friends, Lori, uh, down to the, the Ross, like counting the number of times him and Rachel had sex while they were together <laughs> uh, and telling that's the story. Clerk that, what yeah. You're about Brian, that's a very Ross thing. Yeah. <laughs> Um, it's just it's so good for all the right reasons. So that landed at my number seven. Yeah, that if you had to pick like a billboard to like display like 
what it means to be a, a friend's watcher, a lover of the show. If you just put him and the couch and you don't have to put any captions, everybody will look at that picture and go, pivot, pivot. In this super yeah. obnoxious way. He, that oh, does not best. appear on my list. I'll say that right now. That one does not appear on my list. And I I was trying to figure out where I could fit it in. And then I, I left it off where I, I think I maybe should have put it in. They also have their, uh, like, some of the examples of how good the joke writing was within that um, come to light in the best way in that episode. Like, uh, when when Rachel brings Chandler to lift the couch and uh, he says the thing about Monica and, and Chandler goes, "Uh, well, I would be offended, but Monica is freakishly strong. (laughs) And then later, what is, what is she trying to make Rachel take or wrestle or her her for whatever reason? And uh, Rachel says something like Chandler's right. You are freakishly strong. strong. Yeah. Oh, it's because she needs to take the eye drops. The eye drops. That's the exactly drops. what it is. She yep. needs eye drops, and she doesn't <laughs> want to take them. And Monica pins her down. Yeah. Yep. Freakishly strong. But just like the callbacks they did to everything were always so good, and that I I always enjoyed the way they brought everything back to each well, other. Well, and it's funny because I like I said again, I'm reading Matthew Perry's book, and one of the things that he says is it was such a creative environment. Like it could be a sound guy who would pitch the best joke, and if it was the best joke of the day, it made it into the episode. Like it didn't matter; they all got to. So it's that's what I think makes it so authentic because they're all just you know and they're they're supporting each other and oh his book is so good I mean I love that oh it's so good his book is amazing um yeah and I think it just speaks to all these awesome episodes for sure the creative culture yeah yep a lot to be said for it huh gentlemen absolutely mm-hmm. <laughs> number seven for me uh, we already mentioned it it's the one with all the cheesecakes yes. So, for all the reasons we already said, uh, I lo- I love anything that is on. Anytime they can pair up a couple of people that they don't normally pair up, Joey and Chandler always go. Ross and and Rachel, uh, oh, Ross and yeah. and um Monica, like those are. But that one is Rachel and Chandler, and, Chandler. and just so hysterical together. Yeah. Um, it's one of my favorites. So number seven for me. Number six for you, Mrs. Finch. Number six. Um, where do I go here? I think I'm just going to say it because it's just, we were talking about what a classic one is. I'll stick with the one where Ross got high. Um, It has to be on my list because everything about it, the trifle, you know, and they're all eating it in different bedrooms. Oh, I'm going to go call my friend in Monica's room and tell her how good this is. And then Chandler with the big bird story. How the birds swooped down and tried stealing the trifle. Um, yeah, that um, that episode is just. And Ross, who should I tell them tricked me into smoking the pot? Even that, like how we talk and how he talks about pot, just shows like what a square he is. Um, yeah, that episode is perfect. Perfect episode. Yeah, it's so good. <laughs> <laughs> Number six for Dan. Number six. I'm going to put the one with the videotape at my number six. Uh, I absolutely love 
the the premise for this one you find out uh, about the night that um ross and rachel conceived mm-hmm. and the events that led to that point and this is another perfect example of like their their joke writing and the way everything just tied into each other at the end um with the backpacking in backpacking europe story western europe <laughs> yep trying to uh save ross from his dry spell with that yes and it's it's perfectly set up where Rachel's really putting it in the corner like, oh, you made the move on me. You made the move on me. Like it yep. was it was your fault or whatever. And everybody in that room. Yep. Everybody in that room knows the story. and She thinks they don't. But the when it comes down to that point where you see her saying that on the videotape. And Joey just looking more stunned than he's ever looked in his entire life just makes that episode so worth it. Yeah. Then I also think it's when Monica and Chandler come home from their honeymoon and they made like friends with this couple, but the couple gave them a fake number. Oh, yep. Yep. So that's when we find out and like, I forget who says it. Like, if you're real good, you give a fake name. And Monica's like, people do not give fake names. And Joey goes, Ken Adams. Yep. Regina Falange, and <laughs> that's just another fun little exchange. And that, yeah, episode. exactly. He's when when uh, and then that ties back to it when I came back. I got it from some guy named Ken Adams. Ken Adams. Ken Adams. <laughs> so good. It, it's yep. it's so so good. It's a, oh, it's one of the best examples. Oh, I I can't I can't. That that was. It was such it was one of the better written episodes they have out there, yeah. but it it just the way it all circles so back good. that way. Mm-hmm. I forgot about that one. I like I like this because then I have some like, oh yeah, gotta watch that one. Hey, go upstairs and start season one episode anytime. Yeah, I don't want to. I've started at season one like three times. You know, that's true. And then we fall apart at some point in season five. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, that's Number six how it goes. for me uh, my first Thanksgiving one. It's the one with all the football. There you go. Uh, Chrissy knows this is my, I don't know. It's tough, but it is, it's, def, it's it, obviously it's one of my favorites because it's on this list, but trying to power rank like the Thanksgiving episodes. I probably have watched this one the most, but I have more affinity for other ones, which will appear later on this list. Uh, I love this one just because it's one of the first episodes that really showcases the way that Ross and Monica grew up together and the way how competitive they were and how horrible they were to each other um, at times. And then I also love it's a classic, you know, Joey and Chandler are going after the same girl and <laughs> Chandler goes, Joey. Where is the Netherlands? And and Joey starts laughing. He goes, "He's no, he's shy. He, it that's where Peter Pan's from, or something." Yeah. Like Do try and make me look stupid. Yeah. <laughs> so that's a great one. It is a great one. I, I, it is a really really good one. Yep. Yeah. Joey's celebration dance. I it, that's like an image I have stuck in my brain forever. When he when he tackles Joe and he he does a little celebration, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Rip my favorite jersey, yeah. Now you have two. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> uh, it's the best. On to our top five. Believe it or not, we're cruising right along here. Yes, we are. 
Number five. Number five. I'm going to go with the one with the baby on the bus. Ah. I don't know if you guys have seen this one. I knew I was going to leave one off. I'm like, ah, that's the one. Chandler and Ross Ross is having an allergic reaction to key lime pie. Um, (laughs) No, it's kiwi. It's the kiwi lime pie. Yes. And um, Chandler and Joey end up having to babysit Ben. Why they have to leave the apartment with him, I don't really know. But they take him out, and he's like a little chick magnet. And then they leave him on a bus. And then they have to go to the police station and identify him. And this is the best part of the whole thing. There's another baby there, and they can't tell which one is which. One baby has a duck blanket. The other has clowns. And they decide they're going to try and flip a coin to which baby is the correct baby. And Joey goes, well... Let's assign heads to ducks because ducks have heads. And Chandler's response is, what kind of scary-ass clowns came to your birthday parties? And it's just one of my favorite interactions. You know, they're carrying all this baby crap, and they're trying. It's just it's just such a friend's moment. What kind of scary-ass clowns came to your birthday parties? I just love that line. So <laughs> Did they go home with the right baby? Um, Yes. Yep. Yes. And the, but then Ross does find out because he's like wearing a diaper that says something about the police station on it. <laughs> so oh, it's like the Port Authority, yeah. I think is yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh my god, <laughs> so funny. That's another earlier one too. Yes, yes. This is where I'm going to start bringing in all the earlier ones because the earlier ones are they're my favorite. They um things you could say things in the earlier nineties and TV shows and stuff that you couldn't really get away with in the two thousands. So I think that's a big part of the reason why the earlier ones are just, they're just funnier. That's probably true. Yeah. Oh man. So good. Uh, My number five is going to be the one with the embryos. Oh, that's Uh, Is it? I absolutely love, love, love this episode. Um, It's one of the, Mm-hmm. It's one of the more iconic ones with them doing the trivia for the apartment back yep. and forth, and uh, the Chenandler Bong. Uh, yes, yes. Uh, Ms. Chenandler Bong. Chenandler Bong. Yes, he's Ms. so excited. Uh, the uh, when they ask what Chandler's job is, and they have like no idea at all. You never really kind of know what he does throughout no. the entire series. Statistical analysis and data reconfiguration. Yes. Yeah. Exactly. (laughs) Uh, That's the right answer. It is not. He's not a transponder. What's What's the one question too? What? Oh, where he's like, uh, what? What age is Chandler when he says he he first uh, touched a boob or something? Touched a boob and like. And they say an age, and then he's like, but he was actually, actually and they like say another, he's like, yeah, he's like, thanks, man. Thanks, like, <laughs> so good. Um, and then you find out Phoebe uh, is pregnant in that episode, too, with the triplets. There's a little Petri dish. Mm-hmm. See, if and I'm screaming the next time you see me, that's normal. <laughs> it's so, it's so, so, so cute. Yeah. Um and it's one of the funniest ones in general, and For it's sure. one everybody knows. Everybody so I knows put the one that episode. Yep. yep. So yeah, it's not one of my favorite. I was saying yesterday when I was talking it over with um uh, like some of my sister in laws too because they know the show really well, 
I was saying I didn't want to put it too high because I feel like there are like better ones out yeah. there for sure. But yeah. I thought it deserved a place gotcha. pretty close to the top. Oh, I yeah. have this one way high on my list. <laughs> that one, is that like your number one? Hey, that's cool. It's it's easily one of the funniest episodes. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. Um, you know, and then they come into the apartment and they're riding the dog, yeah. eating. Sandwich, oh yeah, riding on like. <laughs> Stop <laughs> talking like that. <laughs> moving day. Number five for me is another Thanksgiving. In fact, it is the one with all the Thanksgivings. So it's the one when Joey uh, gets a turkey stuck on his head. And later on, Monica puts it on to cheer up Chandler. And it's just, it embodies everything that is friends, in my opinion, which is, you know, Joey over the top. Uh, goofy and just getting himself, you know, being a, made a fool of because he's doing something really dumb. But then at the same time, you know, you know, neur- neurotic Monica interacting with new boyfriend Chandler and kind of like that whole thing gets kind of messy. Is this why they don't like me or is this why you don't like exactly. me? <laughs> Maybe they don't like you because you're kind of aloof or you take your clothes off and throw them on the couch. Yeah. And then when he goes across the hall and asks Joey and Ross, and Ross starts guessing, well, people don't know, they shouldn't just guess. <laughs> yeah, so it, it, I think it's just like a really yeah. fun example of just how these relationships have grown, and but they all stay true to themselves and love them or hate them. You know, they, they are who they are. So number five for me. I was just I just quoted the wrong Thanksgiving episode. Oh, see, here you go. I know you got me all number four, Savant. Number four. Um let's see. I keep rearranging my list here. That that is something that happens on the show quite a bit. Yeah, yeah, hundred percent. I'm gonna go with the one where no one's ready. Hey, we got a match. Oh good. Um that fun fact: that entire episode takes place in Rachel and Monica's apartment. They never leave, and yeah, yeah the entire episode. Um, it's Ross. He's giving them all. He's doing a fundraiser, and he's supposed to be giving a speech, I believe, for the museum. And they're all being jerks. You know, Monica's all hung up on her breakup from Richard and wants to check her messages. She ends up trying to check his messages, and then she leaves a really crazy, outgoing message. Um which she has to later explain and stuff. But the best part about all of it is Joey and Chandler and their bantering. You know, Chandler takes Joey's cushions from his chair because Joey tries to steal his chair when he gets up. And then Joey comes back a little while later and he's, I'm Chandler. Could I be wearing any more clothes? <laughs> oh, yes. But before that was because Chandler stole his underwear. Right. Yes, that was right. I'm getting my order mixed up. But Chandler stole his underwear. Joey took all of his clothes because that's the opposite of stealing somebody's underwear. Um, yes. Then and Joey's braided this. Yes. And Ross almost drinks fat for Rachel. That's another good part of that little episode because Rachel gets mad at him because he yells at her because she's not ready. And everyone's just stressing him out as Ross does. And yeah. So Ross is all stressed out and Rachel's feelings are hurt and Monica's freaking out over Richard and Joey and Chandler are bickering and Phoebe was ready, but then she gets the hummus <laughs> um, and it just so perfectly shows all of their personalities. 
in that one room. Joey starts doing the lunges. Maybe yeah. I wasn't going commando. <laughs> so good. Number four for you, Mr. Torres. My number four is going to be uh, the one with Unagi, like we mentioned before. Um, I I think this is one of the funnier ones, in my opinion. Um, I love Ross in this episode specifically, just trying to like mansplain uh, self defense to uh, to Phoebe and Rachel the entire time. Um, Joey with his this is when he's doing the medical experiments too and he's talking about uh at the one point he says something about oh I used to do medical experience to make money all the time and Chandler says something like ah finally an explanation yeah like an answer (laughs) an explanation um this is the one too where Chandler and Monica are supposed to make Valentine's Day gifts for each other but they both forget the sock, sock bunnies or whatever yes. they were. Yep. <laughs> oh my god, they were so good. And and uh yeah, and she's sucking up to Chandler the whole time yeah. because he was so good and then it And then it he, was Janice's mixtape that he gave her. Oh my god, when her voice <laughs> Happy comes on. Birthday, Chandler Bing. Oh that was that was like the worst way to get caught in that ever for him. <laughs> um yeah, and it it, it just like it, it that's another one where you know Janice was kind of a long running thing throughout the yeah. entire show. There were a couple of things that just kept consistent throughout and made you feel like, oh yeah, we're still in this world. Like we, uh, it, the, all yeah. the good sitcoms have something like that to them, yeah. and this was a good example of that. So, <laughs> uh, the one with Unagi is my number four. Great one. Great one. And I had the same as Chrissy. I have nothing to add to other than everyone needs to watch that one. Yeah. Yes. So if you watch any, I mean, I honestly watch all combination of the ones we're putting together here, but th- this has to be on everyone's top five. The one where no, no one's, one's ready. ready. Yeah. Uh, number three. My next one should also be on everyone's because this one might be the one that I laughed the hardest is the one with the stoned guy. Oh. So Monica is basically like auditioning for a restaurant and in comes the wonderful John Lovitz. Um, all stoned from his cab ride and Monica's desperately trying to impress him with her amuse-bouche but all he wants is gummy bears and sugaros and it is just it's he's there's so many good cameos in this show too like I feel like you could have an episode just on that even yeah the best like um but John Lovitz is my absolute favorite (laughs) He's so good. And and like, yeah, and really everybody is in there. Brad Pitt, George Clooney, uh, Bruce Willis is on for a bunch of episodes. There's a little glimmer of Robin Williams and Billy Crystal in one episode. Yeah. Like the very beginning. (laughs) Um, Who's uh, Julia Roberts? Yeah, they were, her and Chandler were dating at the time. In real life, um, Matthew Perry, that he actually sent her flowers to get her to come on the episode. Um, and he was very proud of his line. It was, he wrote on the card, the only thing more thrilling than th- than you being on an episode is having an excuse to send you flowers or something like that is what he wrote on the card Aww. to get her to do it. And yeah. Well, I'll say the um, sad part. Well, yeah. Then, I mean, he <laughs> broke up with her just a few months later because he just didn't think he would, he was good enough for Julia Roberts. Like, 
you know, eventually he thought she was going to wake up someday and realize she's just with this TV slum when she's a major movie star. And that's just crazy. They could have been like Kurt Russell and Goldie Hawn. Mm -hmm. Yeah. He broke up with Julia Roberts. Isn't that sad? Yep. Just two awesome people just coexisting and not giving an F. Yeah. Mm -hmm. But that's another great episode. The episode with Julia Roberts. See, that Um, one I don't remember. That one I don't remember. She gets back at him. Um, they were like childhood friends. No, they went to camp or something. And I think he pulled her skirt up in front of people when they were kids. So she tricks him into dating her and then like acts like they're going to have sex in a bathroom stall. And then she takes his clothes and leaves him. Oh, there. yes. Mm-hmm. Okay. Now I, remember. Um, I think like Jean-Claude Van Damme is in that episode too. Um, yeah, I think so. that's a that's a side story though he definitely is because he goes on dates with uh rachel and monica yep Yep. it's been a long time but that is a good one how'd we get there (laughs) (laughs) i've been on here too side tangents uh yeah oh all the time all the time (laughs) maybe not quite as bad as crafting and drafting with ryan but (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> that i'm familiar with <laughs> i don't know i'll go off on a tangent every once in a while i you you have yet to experience it some and sometimes something will trigger me and i just go off for like 10 minutes on How'd it we get here? i typically nowadays try well especially now in hosting but i try and avoid it just because i had the reputation of making matt's episodes last two hours and i'm trying yeah. to kill that yeah, fair. I put together the last episode and put it out. And I'm like, oh man, that was an hour and forty something. <laughs> Getting close. <laughs> oh, I love it. Uh my number three is going to be the one with the proposal. I yeah. do love that one. And um I out of all the couples, Chandler and Monica are my favorite, as yeah. a lot of people's okay. are. They're they're just the best. Um, but Chandler just wants it to go the right way. Uh, the great Tom Selleck shows up uh, as Richard once again and uh, kind of disrupts all plans a little bit and shifts everything to the side, making yeah. uh, Chandler question himself and whether he's good enough for her. And you have that great moment where Richard tells him to like mm, go propose get, go. to go get her and yeah. like don't let her go. And then he forgets the ring and he runs back in and Tom Selleck is holding the holding ring, the ring. <laughs> like straight up for him. He was such a fun part of that show, he too. If, that show. if we're talking about like good celebrity cameos in there. Yeah. Um, but then there's the whole scene where uh, he proposes and they kind of propose to each other simultaneously. Yeah. Um, reason why girls don't do this. <laughs> yeah. And it's it's just a super sweet moment and a, a great yep. part of the series, and it gets me every time. So, uh, the one with the proposal is my number three. Beautiful. Uh, mine has already been mentioned, but it's the one where everybody finds out. Yeah, which is just iconic. So, not much to add there, other okay. than poor Joey being tortured. Yeah. Poor poor Joey, just made. <laughs> I'm Joey. I'm <laughs> disgusting. Disgusting. I know she finds this. Dude, tiny whiteies. <laughs> they find his underwear in the couch. What are you, 12? <laughs> uh, wow. Oh, We're so on to our top two here. Two. Yeah. Mm-hmm. All right. 
Um, I'm going to go with the one with the prom video because that is where like finally they get over. There's no pro con list anymore. There's no, they're not mad at each other. Finally, they just realize how much they just care about each other. And, you know, him standing there at the top of the stairs, holding those flowers as she runs out the door with her date. And, um, yeah, it's just a big moment. And I love that one. And then the end, I don't know if anybody remembers the end of the prom video. Monica's sitting on the couch with a big bowl of ice cream watching. I think she's dancing with her dad. One oh, yeah. And then it cuts the tape as tapes did back then when you would record over things. And all of a sudden it's just the color. It's her parents. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> you can hear Jack and Judy in the background. Um, yeah. I love, I love those throwback episodes too. Um so yeah, I'm gonna go with the one with the prom video. That was a tough mm-hmm. It's so good. Uh my number two is one that's already been said by everybody. It's the one where everyone finds out. Um I I just love uh I, I love how the whole thing comes out. The the Phoebe um Chandler forced like mm-hmm. love story, like the forced attraction yes. is the yep. most hilarious thing to me, like when they're alone yep. in the apartment facing off and they're just doing these static Awkward. hand movements. Yeah, it's like it's my breasts. <laughs> <laughs> so good when oh. um when when Joey's out in the lobby and he's like, I'll do your button and, and yeah. just does that one swift one, move in the shirt. Not like, my first oh. time. <laughs> <laughs> so oh. good. When when Monica's in the bathroom and he goes, "Did you clean it?" <laughs> so, good. so good. I know. I saw a thing once where somebody counted like the word "no" is in that episode like four hundred something times. They don't know that we know. They know we know. No. Um. Yeah. That's it, it, uh, such. A it's guess. so good. It's so. Good. And then the the way it comes out when he says, "I'm in love with Monica," it's not yeah. just like yeah. It, it's it just established like. Yep. It's, it's not a fling. It's not anything no. like that. Like they want to be together. And it's just yep. a big turning point in the series, too. For so sure. I love that episode a lot. Yeah. Good times. Yeah. Fun one. Number two for me, I already mentioned, is the one where Ross got high. <laughs> I absolutely love this one. And my favorite quote from this will always be I love Jacques Cousteau. <laughs> To which later on, Mrs. Geller says, and Phoebe, I believe Jacques Cousteau is dead. No, we've never even mentioned that. Phoebe's dream that she keeps having about Mr. Geller. Yeah. <laughs> what I'd give to be that can of sweet and condensed milk. Now? <laughs> nothing. <laughs> she loses her trash from so many good Does nothing for me. <laughs> so good. Well, not nothing. I am still a woman. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, so good. Well, here we are. This is it. I've been saving this one, and this has not been mentioned yet. My, this is personally like my all-time favorite episode, which is the one with Chandler in a box. Ah, because Chandler is my favorite character. He is. I. I mean, another Thanksgiving episode, right? No, no. Um, is it? Is it a Thanksgiving? It is. Yeah. Yes. Yes, it is. Yep. You're right. I'm mistaken there. Who's the savant now? Um, I know. I just had to think a minute. I haven't <laughs> watched in a really long time. Okay. This is all from memory from like 10 years ago. Um, but yes, Chandler is just one of my, he's one of my favorite characters in anything. I mean, 
you you all listen to my husband. You can tell I like a funny guy. I have a soft spot for the funny guys. And this episode just shows like that he would be willing to do anything for his friends. Like he gets in the box because he's sorry. And that's what Joey wants him to do. And the purpose of the box, it's threefold. Um, I forget what all of it is. It shows my commitment to Joey is something and it hurts is the last one. <laughs> it gives me time to think about what it's... I've done. Um, and yes, I love you. Oh, and there it is at a Thanksgiving. Who's fighting? Cause then he goes, you guys can't tell, but I'm trying to break the tension by mooning you all right now. <laughs> If you're not going to um, take this serious, just get out of the box. Well, because it's the one where Monica, that's right, Monica kisses Richard's son. Yes. Yeah. She has yeah. the red iPad. Yes. She got a nice tip in her eye. Yes. She got ice in her eye and it hurts. <laughs> um. Yeah. And then, you know, Joey, because then the girlfriend who Chandler kissed shows up and Chandler's not supposed to be talking and he doesn't. And that's the girl from Criminal Mind. Brewster, some Brewster um, Page. Page, 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 Page. I think it's Page Brewster. Yeah. Yeah. And um, yeah, then Joey says, get out of the box. You did some real good thinking in there. <laughs> um, yeah. And I just love that episode. You laugh, you cry a little. Yeah. Now yeah. that one rules. Yep. One mm-hmm. The one where he's in the box. That's good. Yeah, that's a good one. That one actually just missed my list. Um, yeah. but it's if we did like I could probably do a top twenty and it would be yep, it would be on there in the next ten for sure. Um, my number one was already mentioned as well. Um, uh, it's the one with the prom video. Yeah, I think this is just such a well done episode and it just shows how much for for all the crap Ross gets, how much he truly does love yeah. Rachel and like just will always be there for her in so many senses. Mm-hmm. And it just tugs on the heartstrings a little bit too. Like her prom date supposedly ditched her. Yeah. It comes a little later in the episode, but he gets all in the talks and gets ready to just jump in and be like the replacement the knight in shining yeah. armor for her and just the devastation on his face too yeah when he shows up oh it's the it's so sad um but it's one of the biggest moments in the entire series and uh it, the the quote of see he's her lobster is also lobster. Yeah, yeah yeah it, it's just one of the most quoted lines in the show as well yeah. Um, but critically too, I think a lot of people agree that this is one of the the best written Biggest ones that moment. they've had. Yeah, and it's the first time we see Monica in the fat suit, which is yes. that, that comes back so many times throughout the yep. series. Uh, that one, and then there's the one later on where Chandler is saying something about I don't want to be with your fat sister or whatever. That's the one where she accidentally cuts off his toe. Yeah, that's, yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's a yeah. That's why there's a toe. That's why little piggy can't go to market or something. He says. <laughs> oh my god! I already have honorable mentions. I can't. I can't believe I didn't know. Yeah, I know the one. Well, you just mentioned about Ross and like all the little things that he does. Like there's the episode, the one with the poker. Um, yeah, saw that one where they all play poker and like you don't really know, but you think that he lets Rachel win because then at the end he's like but look how happy she is and it's like he just does all kinds of little things like that yeah. he likes to be the oh, the one where he bought Phoebe a bike 
Yeah, I, I love that episode, too. I could do this for days. She, she can't ride a bike though. <laughs> she learns. She learns. Yeah. She learns. Exactly. Well, my right, number, one, number one uh, is the one with the embryos. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. And it's probably the one that I've made her watch the most between us two. Uh, besides the Thanksgiving ones, it's the one that I always just because anytime it's a Joey and Chandler centric episode, it's instantly going to be one of my favorites. Agreed. So, yeah. I don't have much to add on to it other than we talked about it. <laughs> Ms. Chandler Bong. He's just so happy with himself. <laughs> so good. Uh, God bless Chandler. <laughs> so that's it. That's our list of our favorite friends episodes. Good job. I love it. Yeah, Chrissy, great job. Is Thanks. we we have to have you back to do either more friends talk like or just stuff. anything in general. Yeah, I'm in. I like to be a colorful guest. <laughs> entourage. Yes. Good entourage. <laughs> That's oh. another one that mean hair. Before we could afford cable, we just had collection of DVDs we and we would just watch them constantly. It's like Entourage and Ghost Hunters. And Chappelle Show. Yes, lots of Chappelle Show back in the day. <laughs> I love Chappelle Show so much. <laughs> I, I could do a top sketches on Chappelle Show sketches. all day, too. Definitely yep. would, it wouldn't have to be episodes. We could definitely break it down to sketches. <laughs> Play a hitter's ball. <laughs> Easily top five for me. What, I'm the only one that thinks shooting a slave master is funny? <laughs> <laughs> To which I always say, no, no, I think it's hysterical too. <laughs> so good. So, so good. So next week it is back to Dan's choice. Do you know already? I have an idea of what I want to do. Um, So I have to like refine the topic name a little bit, but we're either going to do... um top 10 uh battles in world history oh. or we're gonna do top 10 civil war battles i haven't uh, decided which i'm gonna do yet but i've been on a big kick where i've been um going over certain ones and just like the details of how like graphic and crazy some of them were um and i know you're a big history guy as well so I thought that would be a fun one for us to start kind of bonding in that topic a little bit. I love it. I'm down for either. Cool. I can crush them both, I think. Yeah, that that's going to be a fun one for sure, because I, I need to get back into my like history research and doing things like that. So mm -hmm. I, I this will be a nice educational one, too. I'm hoping to learn a lot from this, from researching in this one. I'm currently in the middle of my uh, a Winston Churchill book, uh, The Darkest Hour. I want to finish that off so I can watch the movie because I heard the movie is quite excellent. Oh, I heard that's really good, too. Yeah. Yep. All right. Well, I guess I get to close it out here. Last time uh, I, ho I hosted the topic, I let Dan close it out, but I'll take a stab this time. Uh, on behalf of my wife, Chrissy Finch, Mr. Dan Torres over there in the studio, and myself, do you even list?